Listener Production. Table for six. Uh, might be around 20, 25 minutes. Oh, oh wait, no, a booth has just opened up. Yay! Right this way for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hello, thank you so much for joining us on a Monday. Very pumped to get into the, this show, but um, Matt O'Kine over the weekend. Um, one shower too many for me because going to hit up the footy. I mean, you're lucky. You're in lockdown. You don't get to go to um, sporting events, but hitting up the sporting events <laughs> oh, okay. over the weekends. Um, so many pigeons and seagulls. I was, was bloody rain and droppings. What? <laughs> I was just what, sitting what, there. Where were you, what were you watching? Footy. Over at the footy. Um, You're watching local footy. Nah, indoor stadium. We, the, every single game is played in Victoria, basically, at the moment, with a few Adelaides and Perth to throw so in at the moment. Flinging tickets around left, right, and centre, and you got to go. They were good value tickets. I'll let, I'll, get, I'll just say that. But um, well, yeah. it's because you sat in the bird shit <laughs> section. <laughs> that was it. Oh, I tell you what, it's no good walking to the to the concession stand, picking out some napkins, and walking back to your seat with no you know, beer to be seen. <laughs> was it Beijing that they had the the bird's nest? You're oh, yeah. literally in the bird's nest. <laughs> that was it. I had to cover the top of the beverages <laughs> to make sure we didn't get any contaminants. In my mid-strength. <laughs> anyway, um, hope your weekend was good to whatever you were up to. We've got a big, big show today. We're chatting to a champion in a moment, Matt O'Kine. After a large weekend in international competitions, we've got a uh, very big interview for you very soon. It should be quite, quite exciting. Yeah, we've also got uh, producer Bron serving a couple of aces herself. With uh, Clickfish, I'm gonna I'm gonna get something off my chest that's been bugging me a little bit. That that'll happen a bit later on. But yep. uh, let's get started, shall we? Let's do it. It's all day breakfast with you boys, Matt and Alex. G'day. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. The big news of the weekend, the tennis taking place over the weekend, and it is absolutely official. We're getting aboard the bus. It's stopping all stations. You can jump on with us. We like, we like Ash Barty. We like Ash Barty. We like, we like Ash Barty. It's incredible, Matt O'Kine. Can you believe it? Of course I can believe it. from Ipswich. Take it out, Wimbledon. Exactly. Wait, are we allowed to use that music? Um, only a small snippet. And <laughs> if the parody is topical. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, and it is because over the weekend, Ash Barty in three sets, ta- lifting the golden and silver platter uh, on the grass. Incredible stuff. A destiny fulfilled. What a way to join her mentor, Yvonne Gulligan Corley on the Venus Rose Water dish. It, it took me a long time to, to verbalise the fact that I wanted to, to dare to dream it and say I wanted to win this incredible tournament and, and being able to live out my dream right now with, with everyone here, this has made it better than, better than I ever could have imagined. I feel like a real phony, you know what I mean? Because I, I was lying in bed watching it and uh, it was getting late. <laughs> and I could just, I could feel Sophia waking up and just sapping all of my energy for a long night because she's been a little bit sick. And, and and Ash was one set up and then lost that second set tiebreaker. Yeah. And I thought, I can't, I can't watch a whole other set 
and get disappointed. I had to turn. I had to put my phone down. I was so scared that I was going to wake up to bad news. Well, yeah, she started off great. One like um, fourteen points in a row off the bat was absolutely flying, and then a three set tussle um, coming into a victory. Absolutely incredible stuff. What a champion! And we should give a special shout shout out as well to another Aussie champion over the weekend, Dylan Alcott, making it. A double for Australia, uh, winning the men's wheelchair division. Um, um, it's becoming par for the course for Dylan. But, um, yeah, shout out to our listener stable mates um, for his incredible work there. Yeah, it's in, it's actually incredible that we've worked really hard today as well on All Day Breakfast to get uh, the champion um, here for you today um, to chat about their big win. I mean, it's not it's not Ash Barty or Dylan Allclough. <laughs> no. It's a different champion. Well, no, exactly. We're, we're, we're changing up their, their champions because, you know, achievements should be celebrated, you know, no matter whether they are at an international sporting contest or down at the local pub making history in the Palmer Challenge. Let's cross right now to Panola, South Australia, and chat to Eliza Burlidge. G'day, Eliza. G'day. Now, Eliza, you took home one heck of a trophy uh, last week. Eliza, can you tell us what you are now the current champion of? Oh, well, look, it's it's early days here, but at this stage I am the first and uh, only uh, female mega schnitty challenger in the Narracourt Hotel uh, July competition. Hey! Um, <laughs> so Incredible work. In that league of uh, legends, you know, we've all got to do our bit, whether it's on the court or uh, in Narracourt at <laughs> the table. <laughs> I tell you what, and you have done some excellent work on the court. I've seen a photo of the Palmer, which you had to put away, Eliza. And this is, oh, is this true? One kilogram of Palmer, but not only that, 250 grams of chippies, and they only give you 35 minutes. Well, it, you can take as long as you want. Um, the current champion, um, the owner of the bloke, is six minutes and six seconds. And what? That's some what? Methodical, clean slicing. Uh, it's almost surgical. Um, six minutes and six seconds. Like, no, no, no. But well, have nothing you, do you surgical know this about that. That is front end loader, absolutely <laughs> scraping it away and chucking do you it know down. What? He's folding the plate itself in half like it's a New York slice and just jumping through. They add insult to injury with this. Uh, if they add a little uh, dinner roll with a bit of butter on the side, and who doesn't love a you know hot butter dinner roll? But that's optional. And so if you go for that, you probably throw your game off. Bit <laughs> yeah. of a distraction. Oh, interesting tactics, sure. Eliza. So what did you do in the lead-up to this event? I mean, have you prepared for a massive schnitty in the past or have you done any other food challenges? What was your sort of mental approach? Oh, honestly, I don't think I was mentally and physically prepared enough. Um, I didn't have a mullet, which a few, <laughs> quite a few of the, the challenges have had and they think it, it presents a bit of an advantage. Um, but I did have a mullet as a kid growing up. So, yeah, let's uh, be preparing from an early early stage. Um, I did attempt a, um, a burger comp in Brisbane, a few years ago, it had three huge beef patties in a bun with loaded fries. Oh. Um, oh. I got about a third of the way through, um, but then at about 20 minutes, I got a really bad case of the meat sweats. Oh, uh, yep. Nah, it'll get you. So, uh, yeah, tapped out. Just didn't want to Didn't want to end up um, in quite a scene. Um, but I must mention, I was hungover for that one. Um, so, <laughs> oh. look, you know, at the bare minimum, you know, do it. 
do it with a slightly empty stomach, um, yep. maybe a bit, bit sober because, yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a limit to, you know, yeah, you don't want to be mm. caught out. And sticking good there, sticking with the white meats, I mean, you do that well on that. You're sort of the Raphael Nadal of the white meats, um, <laughs> knocking them off every time. That that beef patty could be a bit difficult, like the rebound mm, ace potentially comes onto the uh, stomach a little bit quick. But um, <laughs> Ash Barty... Uh, Following in the footsteps of an absolute champion of Australia, Yvonne Gulligan-Cawley, um, over 40 years ago, lifting the Wimbledon trophy, uh, gave her a big shout-out on stage. Such a great moment where she um, said she hoped she made her proud. It was so, so great. But is there anyone you look up to in the Palmer-smashing department that uh, really spurred you on? Oh, look, I was I was just doing it for all the other girls to inspire them that, you know, you can dream big and eat big. Um, all the ladies in the pub getting around me on the posting videos on the Snapchat, um, my mates, my girlfriends clapping me along and just saying, look, I've just never been prouder of you. I mean, I've got three university degrees, and um, but, yeah, look, this is this is going to go down for me as a big achievement. Um, so. oh, Incredible. Eliza, I mean, absolutely magical stuff. I, I would wipe a tear from my eye. Um, thank you so much for, for inspiring us uh, and young women of Australia. Now, <clears throat> before we let you go, back to, um, you know, I don't know, Training. lunch or whatever, whatever you've got <laughs> planned, yeah. Do what's next for uh, a champion such as yourself? You know, is there a grand slam that you want to try to achieve or, or are you just going to go into the coaching role and just train others? <laughs> Well, look, yeah, I've been watching with great interest to see if any other girls attempt the challenge. Um, so that was the heat. There is a final on August 1. Um, and uh, if you win, you get $250, which is I don't know, and there's a $100 second and a $50 third. But I've been eyeing off the burrito, one kilo burrito challenge down in the mount through uh, Zambrero, which uh, looks pretty good. So, um, yeah, you get your photo on the wall. So, uh, wow, yeah. the one kg in Mount Gambia. All right, well, that's that's good to look forward. It's like like great athletes. You've got you need something to strive towards, whether it is you know the Olympics in Tokyo or um, the World Championships or the one kg Mount Gambian burrito. Uh, we wish you all the best with that. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you want to follow the uh, the journey of Eliza Burlish at Verbalizer. Uh, is where you need to go on Twitter for that one. And I cannot wait to see what you do next, Eliza. Thank you very much for joining us on All Day Breakfast. Thank you. And, hey, hit us up if you have a food challenge story that you would like to share on at matt.n.alex. Maybe you've cleaned up the two-litre ramen <laughs> that I uh, used to lurk around Surrey Hills back in the day when I first uh, moved to Sydney. I did. I've got one. I'll tell you at the end of the show how about that. I'll let you know about the food challenge right. I tried to do at one point. Um, no, tell, tell us tomorrow. I want to hear it tomorrow. All right. Hear it, I want to hear it tomorrow with your story. You listening, you send it in at matt.n.alex. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, go on, Alex Dyson. Rub it in. I am not going to be rubbing anything in. I'm going to be oh, like gloating. I'm going like... to be like the um, cricketers standing in the outfield. You just put the sunscreen on and you leave it white all over your face. You do not rub it in at all. Oh, mate, I could, I could hear your smirk. Through the keyboard when you were messaging me and our old mate Ollie Wards, I was telling you the the my local shopping centre is now a hot spot. You were yeah, you you someone. sent back images. You were circling shops saying, "Is this essential?" Well, <laughs> why yeah, are they there going was, here? Well, there's a few. <laughs> 
you know, checking the exposure sites, you're a few going, you know, having gone through the old four-monther down here, um, that you're thinking, wow, I didn't realise... I didn't realise that was an option. The local in New plant South store Wales. is essential. Well, it is, mate. Mm. You know, I went past the. You know, I've talked to you about off air about the plant store that's on that's still open, and um, Go and, pop and down we've, we've for questioned a, whether it's essential or not. And um, and yeah, because I don't know. It's funny. Plants have survived before before shops. But anyways, there were two people waiting out the front of it this morning. <laughs> plant shop in the morning. You get yeah, they're essential ficus. Like, it's it's difficult because no one wins in this situation. It, the fact that Sydney's in a lockdown and 77 cases yesterday, uh, we'll have to wait, you know, it remains to be seen how many today, but Gladys over the weekend saying probably more than 100. She'd be surprised if it wasn't. Um, yeah. No one wins. I don't get to come up and see you. We were meant to do a thing in a few weeks. That's probably on, that's probably toast, you know, and so it is, it is a bit difficult and then you have the infighting of about the infighting and it's just like no let's just wish for the best and uh hope it's okay do you, did you get managed to have an okay weekend regardless of these spiraling cases Nah, it was miserable <laughs> it was rainy i mean it's uh, the lockdown is bad rainy lockdown oh mate but isn't so that like miserable. more like real life where you wouldn't go out anyway because of the rain just give us good if you're gonna lock us down at least let us look outside <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Look outside but, at the no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened. Oh, man, I was furious. So these people have moved in across the street from me, right? These are the people who, you know, I said, um, I, I can't even figure out who lives there. You know how right. I said suddenly there's people that have moved in. The house has been empty for about six years. Now there's like people there. I can't, I can't figure out who lives there, right? They look like probably a group of youngish girls, maybe I, if I had to guess ages, late 20s, early 30s. Yep. For ages, I've been thinking, oh, you know, they kind of, I, I don't ever see them like hanging out or doing things. I never hear anything happening in their house. It sounds like I'm looking at, into the house all the time, but, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean yeah, is and also like, you're not meant to have social <laughs> gatherings. So I don't no, know so, what you're talking about. So, so they're, they're like, they just, they just seem to exist individually. Like I, like I haven't heard them all hanging out in their backyard. You know, I haven't heard them all. In, like this is before lockdown, all this sort of stuff. I just, I just can't figure out, are they a group of friends? Are they all students? I just don't know anything. I can't understand who they are. Mm. So it's Saturday night, lying in bed. All right, I've forgotten to take my headphones up. I'm watching the tennis. Silent, right? It's, it's midnight. It's way past my bedtime. Yep. I should have been in bed. And then the the next door neighbors just they start going off. It's like some sort of party happening. There's dancing. There's music. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I got I got full like old man. I start I creep. Yeah. I get up to the window, bedroom window. Me and me and Belle were like, what the hell is going on with these? This house is that live music near my investment property? I haven't seen them all together once. In the in the months that they've lived there, now suddenly they're they're just they're they're going off. I look through the window. There's bloody a disco ball going. No, there's, no, there's, no, no, no. Right, no. so there's, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to call the cops, but I'm trying I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm like, I think there's only three people in there, so I couldn't see any more than three people. And finally, these individuals who you all thought <laughs> hated each other and lived individually were having a lockdown party. Have decided to have a lockdown party within but, but their there household. Was no, 
Yeah, within their household. Mm. But it was so loud and it went so late and I was so mad. <laughs> so mad. I was like, just because you're breaking the law, not breaking the law doesn't mean you're not breaking my spirits. <laughs> you got to yell out to them, Matt, say, shut up or at least play a true crime podcast extremely loud so I can listen to that and go to sleep. <laughs> so I can fall to sleep. To that. <laughs> well, I had a couple of um, uh, late 20s, early 30s, uh, ladies around uh, to Comedy Republic over the weekend, Matt O'Kine, oh. for a hens party. Uh-oh. Some old friends from college got in touch and say, oh, Annabelle's getting married. What do you reckon, Daiso? Bit of uh, hens party Zumba? Oh, so you you hosted it. So I'm like, sure, let's let's do it, okay? Come in early. And I um, popped the lycra on, got up on stage, taped that toothbrush to the side of my, my head and uh, we we went for it, which was pretty good. Although I was telling people in the lead up, and um, I think I think actually no, yeah, I told Bron, I told Bron like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing Zumba for a hens party, and Bron's like, ooh, getting the kid off. I'm like, no. Did you? Did they ask? No, it wasn't. It wasn't that at all. But it didn't even cross my mind. But Bron, ooh. she's in the room. You you thought I was the um, the male entertainment. When you hear hens party and dancing, you automatically think no shirts on for anyone. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Have you been to some wild hens, Bron? I've been to one. Yeah, and we went to a strippers. <laughs> oh, did you really? We were front. But yeah, but it was a family one. So I was front row with like my mum and my aunties and my cousins. Oh. And How'd they go? Naked men. Oh, they were loving it more than anyone else. Yeah, I bet. I find it offensive that they didn't even ask, Alex. <laughs> I'd be... I'd be very yeah, offended yeah, if yeah. I was you. Because I can't just offer to them, like, oh, do you want the um, the premium <laughs> the premium service? <laughs> They're like, oh, no, thank you. They're like, we want to exercise and leave. <laughs> exactly, that's, <laughs> that's it. How, that's, that's how we're celebrating. But what we did was, because it's um, right in the middle of Melbourne for the final song, I, I changed from the internal speakers and popped it on the uh, the old boom box. We went out into the middle of Burke Street Mall and did the final, final dance there. Oh, and what? I would say... Shout out to you if you saw us on TikTok over the weekend because there was a lot of cameras on this uh, this fluoro crew in the middle of Melbourne having a big dance around. Where, where were you? Where, where there, are there trams? Um, there were there weren't any, any at that time, but um, you're finding it hard to understand more than two people going outside the house. At I the can't moment, believe Matt. it. This is peak <laughs> Melbourne, mate. You guys are really rubbing it. You're like, no, I'm not rubbing it in. It's tough for everyone. <laughs> and I did you get yell your out. freedom and suddenly you're literally dancing in point. the middle of bloody Burke Street Mall like it's some sort of high school musical. <laughs> Hashtag Melbourne. We're back. out at last. <laughs> freedom. Freedom. That's it. Well, we hope Melbourne. your weekend was good as well, whatever you did get up to. And look, I have had some messages for a private Sydney Zumba. So, Maddie, if you want me to just uh, keep you trim and uh, fit in lockdown, just let me know. Shut off. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Click fish. Click fish. With producer Bron. Yes. It's time to have a chat to our producer who clicks on the articles. You have too much integrity to click on. Hello, Bron. Hello. No integrity over here. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you might have some competition this weekend, Bron, because, I mean, with lockdowns come great... Uh, clicking abilities. Oh, yeah. So you've got to, uh, you got to, you got, you might have some stiff competition. What, what did you, what did you click on? 
So this first one's from news.com. Headline, Ash Barty rejects Prince William's claim in front of Kate Middleton. <laughs> okay, what happened? Okay. So... This sounds like Ash Barty, just given the big. Sounds finger. like she rejected Prince yeah. William, doesn't it? Like that he full on made a move in front of <laughs> in front of Kate. Like he's gone in for the dead set pass, or he's asked for a threesome or something, and she's been like, nah. And then and then, but it's I bet it's absolutely nothing like that. Let's have a listen to what happened when Ash Barty rejected Prince William's claim. You didn't like really have any nerves today at all. Oh no, <laughs> did you? You hit it very well. So Prince William said, you didn't look like you had any nerves at all today. She said, hmm. She said, oh, I did. I just tried to hide it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <Whoa>! And, <laughs> and can I say, it is the second worst Barty headline I saw. In one of those live blogs, there was this thing at the top that said, Ash Barty COVID lie. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this? And it was, it was the fact you're watching Wimbledon and there's... Uh, lots of people in the crowd and the lie was you could watch that and be confused that England has beaten COVID entirely when that's, you know, a lie and they've actually got a bit of a problem with more cases. And they've put Ash Barty COVID lie? I I was furious over the weekend looking at that. She's just one Wimbledon and this is what you put up in order to generate the clicks? Unbelievable. Sorry. Well, I I for one just want to reach out to William... Prince William and just hope that he's recovering okay from the <laughs> savage rejection that he copped in front of the world. Oh, thanks, Ash Barty. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, this next one is from the New Zealand Herald headline, Ritz reveal the real reason its crackers have crinkled edges. The, the Do you know what? Is there, I haven't heard any fake reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if that was an issue. This has Couldn't never you? been a topic of conversation for anyone, Come, has it? Why isn't the headline Ritz reveal the reason it has edges? Crinkles. It's the real reason, though. No, Do you but- know what, though? <laughs> I almost bought some Ritz or Jats uh, yesterday. Whoa, 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 cause... whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be comparing the two, mate. You can't be the comparison. Look, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm of the. I'm of the. The you know, thinking that they are exactly the same still. No, okay? no, no. Savoys and Jats. Yeah. Yes. Ritz. No, 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 no. We got What's a. We got a much bigger crumble on the Ritz, my friend. <laughs> yeah. A lot okay. softer. A lot more crumbly. When you dip it in the dip, much more likely to break. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a totally impartial decision. Both are welcome to sponsor the show, but <laughs> I'm, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here, mate, and let you say that Jats and Ritz are the same. Jeez, I've, I've, I've wrinkled you around the edges now <laughs> with that comparison. So you what, um, the slightest bit of pressure and I break, much like a Ritz cracker. Now, Bron, <laughs> can you please tell us the reason? So the official Ritz page on TikTok posted an account, um, posted a video saying that the real reason they have crinkled edges isn't for aesthetics, as you may believe. It's so you can roll it like a little cheese knife across a thin slice of Swiss cheese and use it to cut the cheese. That is absolutely not happening. <laughs> I tell you what. That, there is, that is no way that is happening. straight up a lie. Someone <laughs> has absolutely just invented that. 
I bet someone from marketing has because one of the comments said, that is not what they're for. You're just making this up. And Ritz responded, we're Ritz. We're allowed to. Okay, these people need to take a good hard look at themselves. Um, Their stories have more holes than a thin (laughs) slice of Swiss. I'll tell you that much. Exactly. All right, Bron, story number three. What are we looking at? So this one was sent through on Insta by Sam Hall. The headline, shoppers offended by the new detail on Tim Tam packs. This is from Seven News, by the way. Shoppers offended by the new detail on Tim Tam packs. Is it every other convoluted flavour they're trying to add in there? Is that is that the new detail of the outside <laughs> of the pack they're guess offended by? It's the serving size. And yeah, I think true. the serving the size probably says that maybe there is an uneven amount of serving sizes to biscuits. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like when you get it when you get like a, a barbecue chicken from from the supermarket and they're like Yes, this uh, this has eight serving suggestions, and you're like eight people for yeah. one chicken. Well, you get like a 600 mil Mountain Dew or something like that. You're like, oh, it's not too bad. It's about 15 15 grams of sugar a serving, and it's like 2.7 servings in a single 600 mil bottle or something like. Do you know the worst is cashews? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's 38 servings in this tiny packet. <laughs> If you have two cashews per serving, like that's how many I have between the cupboard and the couch before I start eating my cashews. That's just the, that's the postman's tariff on the cashews. <laughs> two cashews. All right, Bron, um, what, what is it? What is the uh, answer to the question? It's now because Tim Tams come with a health rating. So out of the five stars, a single serving, um, which is just one biscuit, gives you half a half a star of the health rating. Oh, goodness who's me. Offended by, who's offended by the, yeah, what? the people who thought These it was healthy? chocolate <laughs> biscuits are unhealthy? <laughs> How very dare you? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's basically They're what like, people were have saying. Have they seen the recent flavours? It's like triple, double choc, dark chocolate, <laughs> salted caramel. caramel. <laughs> Salted caramel is literally salted sugar. It's like <laughs> it's packed in there. They're lucky to get half a star. I tell you, tell you that. I mean, it's, you know, I'll smash four servings every time. But oh goodness me, <laughs> I'm not getting All offended right. at it. Well, uh, thank you very much for giving us that clickfish. I mean, that that cop for me that was a five star health rating clickfish. So thank you very much for that, Brian. Thank you. Alex Dyson, we need to talk about waiters who remember everything. I've never met one. I've never met one because I always come back as like, (laughs) sorry, just checking. (laughs) It really makes me anxious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they, like, Mm. and don't get me wrong, I'm really impressed. Like, and I, I know, like, I know that you're good at what you do. Just write it down for me, yeah? <laughs> it is. It's very true. I remember the first time I encountered it, and it was a dinner of like eight people, okay, at a relatively <laughs> fancy restaurant, okay? And the waiter was there 
hands totally behind the back as if to show <laughs> that there was no notepad, okay? As if it was just showing off there wasn't a notepad. And they stood there and it's like, what would you like for dinner? It's like, oh, I'll have this one, thanks. And could I? And I think they did drinks at the same time. Oh, and see, so, that's it. Yeah. As soon as I, I'm always yeah. like, I'm going to order a lot here, dude. Like, yeah. You know, like what but you are you thinking? It's going to be more than that. You want it to be a great customer service interaction. Like if yeah. you're just doing, doing it as like, oh, I'll have this, but without that, please. I don't think I could do that today. Ha, ha, ha. Or something. You want them to go like, ha, ha, ha. But I just distinctly remember the waiter standing there and just like eyes staring off into the distance whenever <laughs> someone said something. So they're just, just like, you can tell in their head. It's like. Pork belly fettuccine, um, <laughs> ravioli, risotto, risotto, risotto. <laughs> you know, just over and over again. They just were not in the room. It was just adding to the to the thing. It's just like, yeah, you're right. Write it down. I know because I'm like I understand, and it's not on the waiter. It's not on the nope. waiter. What it is, it's somehow rich people <laughs> have decided that they don't want. Their waiters writing things down. That's 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 honestly mm. what's happened. Some rich person yeah. has noted that the waiter didn't write anything down and gone, "You've got a good memory. Mm. I'm going to give you a tip." Mm. And then the waiter's been like, "I got a tip." And his the waiter friends have been like, "How'd you get the tip?" And they're like, "Remembered everything." And so suddenly they're like, "Well, you know, if you you know if you just remember it all, it it makes you a better waiter." Guess what? It doesn't. <laughs> You know what, right, what makes you a good waiter? Getting it right every single time. No, the only problem, and this, it's incredible that you bring this up today because this literally happened to me over the weekend. I was at there having the brunch, okay? We ordered the breakfast and I said, I'll have the chilli scramble and could I get a potato rosti, please? They were writing it down on the notepad and I literally thought, thank goodness, We've got a notepad here. I love the notepad. Guess what? Came out, no Rosty. No Rosty to be seen. Did you ask for the notepad? You go, uh. I should have asked him to bring back out the notepad and go, well, what were you writing? Don't bring it out here for show. Use it for what it's for. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it was delicious, but I tell you what, that Rosty, whoa. Could have done with it. And then I'm in the situation. It's like, well, I probably don't even need the Rosti, right? Did the sh- chef just forget to put it on the plate and I'm going to be charged yeah, that's for, it. Whose fault for is an it? invisible it- Rosti when I get was to the it- counter? Was it, ta- was it ordered? Was it the chef's fault? No, it got there and said, oh, just the Rosti didn't come. So just so if you don't charge me for that, it's like, oh, that's totally my bad. I'm like, well... What ink were you using in this? Was the handwriting bat? I'm not sure what they happened. I forgot to iron it with the lemon juice. That didn't, it didn't show up. So I don't know. But well, it, look, if you've got it, an insider's it, scoop, I mean, we're not doing insiders, all right? This is not this is not some insiders. I don't. I don't we don't want to know all the secrets. But if you are the 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 you know the forgetful waiter or the uh, waiter with the you know on point memory, please get in touch at matt.n.alex. and maybe you've got some some secrets. You know, it's the how you remember a table of twelve all ordering different things with modifications yeah. and drinks. Okay, how do you do that? Because I, I I really don't want this trend to go into other professions. Like, imagine going to the to the doctor and telling him what's wrong with you. And they go, the you surgeon. go, I've got this, and they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at you, just staring you down. He's like, um, and it kind of hurts when I do this. Okay. Yep. 
<laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Write it down. All day breakfast. Yes, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you as well to Eliza for joining us all the way from Narracourt. And congratulations again on a huge win. Uh, taking down, I guess it was the heat really, the first the first heat, champion of the first heat. Yeah, but smashing a 1kg Palmer um, in any condition is a big achievement. So congrats to, uh, to Eliza for being the first uh, female to do that down at the Narracourt pub. Just goes to show, Matt O'Kine, you dream it, you can do it, okay? Follow your dreams, um, be like Barty, be like Burlidge, and um, keep on listening to Matt and Alex all day breakfast. I mean, we dreamed one day that we could sit around and talk absolute uh, bird droppings <laughs> and dr- drop episodes on you like a seagull on Dyson <laughs> trying to enjoy a game of football. Um, so you keep dreaming and it's possible. Hey, keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex, especially if you've got any waiter whinges um, or any stories about keeping that waiter memory going. Oh, I just want to remind everyone, I love waiters. Huge fan of waiters. I, uh, I actually know some waiters. So, <laughs> some of my best friends are waiters. <laughs> <laughs> so, not having a go. I don't, I don't want the whole waiter industry turning on us. Bye for now. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.